Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode number 105. Jed just returned from his out west mule deer and elk trip. He had one successful hunt and some unsuccessful hunts and a lot of stories in between. We also go into week one weather report and hunt report for opening weekend of Wisconsin whitetail season. It is upon us. That is towards the end of the episode. We get it right into the Western stuff right away. Everyone, good luck if you're out this weekend and let us know if you have any success. Alrighty, welcome to the 1080 Outdoors podcast. We're live. Jed's returned from Nebraska. Shit. Yeah, we can Jed's call it Nebraska. From Let's a, call it Nebraska. A western state. We'll call it Nebraska. We'll call it Nebraska. We're joined by Weston, Jed, Taylor. We have a little break here before the season starts. Um, I think Taylor, what's the deal with you holding your microphone? Oh, the stand broke. Did the stand break or did you break the stand? Not like in an anger. It just, you deal with cheap plastic enough and it's yeah. just going to wear out and yeah. break. Mm-hmm. So, it's I not, take. It's not you're a handheld guy. Well, here's the deal I'm I listening. take one for the team. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put you guys out and make you work any harder than you already are. Sure. By holding a mic. Sure. Appreciate You'd that. Probably never be able to get Weston here if no. you made him do that. Fuck. No. Right. I mean, that would be an added crying. physical activity be while crying. he was doing this. So I just, you know. Do you think he would be crying? Weston? Least amount of resistance possible. It's so good to have you back, Jed. I think I have uh, <laughs> probably a better sound quality because I'm always holding it next Correct. to my mouth. That's and true. I can do like one of these a little easier. Hold it away, mm-hmm. do whatever I need to do. But, yeah, so got back on Saturday morning, huh? Yep. Yeah, r- real early. So how many days were you absent from the state? 13. Longest trip so far out there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah. About, I don't know, my New Mexico trip was about the same. About the same, yeah. Yeah, I meant out, meant out to this unknown state. Sure, sure. Um. So what were you doing out there the first couple of days? Well, uh, had cow elk tags, Jake and I did, and just scouting around. That was the plan anyways. And then you did something cool? Yeah, well, then we did some real cool stuff, yeah. You want me to dive into that? Yeah, we got a picture of you uh, sitting behind a cow elk. Yeah. So um, when Jake and I got these tags, we kind of, like, you know, did our did our own individual e-scouting and kind of came up with our our uh, three favorite places. And lo and behold, our first two favorite places were both the same. So we were like, all right, sweet. So we made a game plan that we were going to head to our favorite place first off. And uh, 
after like an hour and a half drive, we come to the turn to get on this road that leads to this public trunk. Now, mind you, on OnX and on Google, this road was named. So we're like, yeah, cool. We're going to get there. No problem. Yeah, you can actually access it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong. Get to our, get to our turn. And what is there? A gate. And it says private road, no public access. And we're like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And we just both like looked at each other and we're like, well, what do we do? Do we like just cross a gate and be like, nope. It says pub- the map says that it's, you know, named. So we should be good. And then end up getting tickets out of the deal. We're all like, no, sounds terrible. Let's just, let's just drive around. Let's see if we can get to it from the backside. Cause it, it's like a, a through road mm-hmm. on Onyx. <clears throat> so we get to the other side and at the other side of the road, there's no gravel. It's like an old two track. And we're just like, well, this feels fucking dirty. You know, like if it legit felt like you were driving on somebody's like private land. It always point. feels like that out there. Yeah. Well, well there's a lot least, of roads that feel like, yeah, that. at least on the first side, it was gravel. Like the side with the gate and the sign, it was gravel. On the back side, there was no gate, no sign. It was just a, like, nasty old two-track. And it's like, dude, this feels wrong, too. Like, fuck it, scrap it. If we need to, we'll call the warden and just straight up ask him, is this road public? And uh, and it's like, all right. So we bombed around to a couple other spots. And we're like, well, we know that we can get here and hunt here. But, like, I don't love the way this looks. We'll keep these spots in our back pocket. If we can't get to our number two spot, we'll come back, I guess. So by this time, it's like fucking noon. And I'm just furious, you know. I'm like, yep, Jake, another fucking Western Western adventure where it's all windshield time. Like, fucking cool. Noon already, and we haven't even fucking stepped out of the truck yet. <laughs> well, that wasn't true because I did jump out of the truck to shoot a coyote that morning. And that was fucking awesome. Hit it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Just planted it. Nice, man. 100, 125 yards away. It stopped to look at me after I whistled at it. And I was like, oh, fatal mistake. Did it feel good to carry a gun out there? Or did it feel good to have a gun handy Yeah. for that situation? Yeah, it did. Yeah. And do you always have a gun handy? No. Even after that experience, it's just like not always there. And then you're like, fuck, should have a gun. Didn't just have it in the truck, huh? No. I got you. And then... Uh, so, anyways, we get to the, we finally get to our number two spot. What was your dad doing while you guys were doing this? Shooting prairie dogs like it was going out of style. Nice, loved it. Um, so, so prairie dogs are back. A little popular. A little bit, yeah. Like you still got to work at it a little bit, but I so think over I think the next few years they'll start getting better and should, better. Probably should be. Yeah, I think he burned through like eight hundred shells or something like that. So, <laughs> nice. so he had some fun. Um. Jeez. But uh, finally get to our spot at like around noon, and we were both just like, "Yup, fucking sweet, looks good. Let's get our packs on and go for a fucking walk." I'm sick of being in this truck. And as we're getting our packs like all situated and shit, I turned around and threw my binoculars to my eyes, and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, there's a herd of elk." <laughs> and I'm like, "Jake," he's like, "What?" There's fucking elk here. He's like, shut up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put the spotter on to make sure. But, like, yeah, I'm pretty much certain those are elk. 
and he comes around the front of the truck and puts his binos up. And he's like, where are they? Oh, never mind. I see them. Those are elk. So we get the spotter on, and it's like two bulls and like six cows. And we're like, dude, we're in the fucking game. This is so awesome. So we we decide, we're like, we devise a game plan. We we sit there at the truck and watch them for a while because they're in plain sight of us. And they go over this little, they go through this, like, little saddle, disappear over. And I'm like, oh, dude, we can get, we can get on the downwind side of that and pop right over that ridge. It's going to be fucking bloodbath, man. This is going to be awesome. So we start like hiking around to get the wind in our favor come up over this first little knob and i'm like oh jake there's more elk there's just like six cows feeding around this tree and then we hear this like we're like well that's got to be a fucking elk and i'm like no that can't be an elk that's got to be a bird it just like it's it sounds like it's flying back and forth just like making this call all the time like it's got to be a bird He's like, well, I think we should proceed as though there's more elk in between us than, like, what we see. I'm like, well, that's a really good idea. So what's the what's the distance of these these cows? The cows that are around the tree are, like, 800 yards away. And uh, I was like, I agree. So let's, like, keep cutting back to get the wind for them more in our favor. So that's what we do. And then Jake, you know, being about a full head taller than me, grabs me by the shoulder and, like, Pulls me to the ground. He's like, there's an elk in front of us. I was like, okay. Like, how far? He's like, in range. I'm like, come on, dude. It's like, I'm serious. He's like, I think she was looking at me, though, so I'm going to, like, pop up and check. He pops up. He goes, yep, she's definitely looking at, at us. Like, let's belly just a little bit around and get to them sage bushes up there and pop over, and she's for sure within range. I'm like, okay, cool. We've got some weird horn honking going on. Sounds like a like old bike type horn honk. I'm guessing it probably is. Um, <laughs> Taylor looks happy. Um, so we start to try and belly around while she does the same to us. She like bellies around the other way. So when we crest this little knob and look, we expect her dead ahead of us, maybe just a touch to the right. Well, she's, like, way hard to our right at, like, 80 yards through some tall sage bushes. And Jake's like, oh, there she is. I'm like, fucking kill her then, dude. Like, because at this point I can see her. And he, like, gets up on a knee. So was this strictly a he spotted her, so he yeah. gets to take the yeah. shot? There was no rock, paper, scissors? No, like who gets no. the first shot? Mm-hmm. Western rules, man. Spotter gets first chance at it. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> so he like gets on a knee and he goes her neck is so fucking long i can't find her body i was like i don't fucking stand up then dude you know like whatever so he like stands up and he said that as he was like putting the final pressure on the trigger she barks and turns and starts running and he like stands up completely now and shoots and i was like well don't know if he hit her or not but like, I'm obligated to start l- flinging some lead, too, you know, just in case he did hit her. So we both shoot two or three times. Never touch a hide on that thing. We watch her run over a mile. Never slow down. I was like, well, 
I can promise you she ain't hit, but we got to go do our duty, you mm-hmm. know. So we're like, well, I don't know. I think she was about here. Looking around, and it's like, well, I know she stopped to look at us. So I guess she did stop one time. She stopped, turned around, and looked at us at like 400 yards, and then barked again and took off running. So I'm like, well, whatever. We'll go over there. Well, as we're going over there, you can just hear thundering hooves coming at us. Jig's like, help! And like, takes a knee to, like, take a beat on this thing. And it's got a big old rack on it. I'm like, ah, uh, Jake, that's a bull. Negative. How big? Like, I don't, big, bigger than anything I've ever shot, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It was like a five by five that, like, I don't know. I think, like, most people hunting in the mountains would kill this thing. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, that thing runs by us. And he goes, God, why couldn't that have been a cow? It was like ran by broadside at 100 yards. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, dude. So we like kind of lay there licking our wounds a little bit because now them other like cows that were at like 800 yards are all standing up, milling around, looking around like, what the fuck are them idiots doing, you know? <laughs> so we're trying to let things cool down. And Jake's like, well, I don't know. I'm going to look behind us because, like, the the piece kind of wrapped around. And he goes, dude, there's 30 more elk behind us. <laughs> I'm like, come on. So I turn around. I'm like, I don't even need my binos. I can fucking see them. I'm like, this is wild, dude. When can you hunt bulls out there? Uh, bull season starts September 1st. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. You ever consider that? Well, Yeah didn't get drawn oh you've been putting in every year yeah it's difficult to draw there yeah hmm. how many years do you think it's gonna be i don't know hopefully next year that's cool yeah so we turn around like see these elk it's like well let's go fucking make a play on them things so we go back to the truck drive up to the end of the public so that way we were past them and our wind wasn't fucking us so we hike like a mile and a half around come in over top on them well long story short they bed down out in the wide open they do they are not slave shades shade slaves like mule deer are just bedded there in the sunshine so we devise this plan like okay we're gonna sneak down in this ditch hopefully the antelope that are in between us don't bust and like run through the herd which I'm sure they fucking will because they're assholes. And then we're going to get to this pond that we see, go up, peek our head over the high spot there, see what we can see, go from there. So we get to the pond. The antelope never spooked. We just, like, somehow got around them down in this ditch. Wind was blowing right at them, so that was cool. They just didn't care. Hmm. And uh, we got to the pond crept up to the high spot it's like yeah still can't see him i was like all right jake i think we need to go to like oh and i guess i didn't mention either like jake was no fun after he missed that like he was angry he was very down on himself and then it was just very clear that uh he did not feel like he deserved another first crack at them Like, until I had my first crack at them, it, there was no discussion. I was, yeah. getting, I was getting first crack. That's fair. Yeah, very fair. So, 
I was like, I don't know, Jake. Like, I think we should just aim for that rock, peek over, and see what's up. He's like, it's your show now, dude. Go for it. Whatever. I'm like, all right. So we're, like, crawling up to this rock. And, of course, you know, he crawls a little higher than I do. Again, he, like, grabs me by my backpack and, like, pulls me down. He's like, Chad, I see him. I'm like, oh, cool. Where are they? He's like, God, I wish I was taller. He's like, right <laughs> over that rock, like you said. And I was like, okay, how far? He goes, dude, they're like 100 yards. I'm like, no, 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 they're not. I'm like, there's no fucking way they're 100 yards. He goes, well, they're in range. I was like, I doubt that severely. And he goes, well, crawl to that fucking rock and use your goddamn range finder and find out. I'm like, all right, I will. So I crawl to the rock, peek my head up over, and I can just see cow heads sticking up. I'm like, oh, they're in range. <laughs> oh, they're pretty. Oh, they are in fucking range. So I get my range finder out. 214. And I'm like, I turn around and I grin at him. And I go, 214. And he just, fucking biggest smile comes on his face. And he's just like, yeah, <laughs> rock and roll time. So I like give him the hand signals like, I'm going to go here. Like you come, you like crawl up below me. And he gives me like a little thumbs up. So I get set and I turn and I like give him the thumbs up. And then he comes crawling up. And then, like, they were all bedded at this time, and I was like, okay, when the, the bat cow that's at 238 yards stands up, like, she's who I have the best shot over the grass at. When she stands up, it'll be good. Well, as he's, like, getting up there, she stands up, and I realize I cannot shoot from here. I'm, like, shooting through grass. My scope is all fog or is all, like, blurry with grass. So I'm like, well, I'm fucked. Might as well just sit here until Jake gets up. So he gets up there. <clears throat> He gets set up. I'm like, Jake, I cannot shoot from here. Are you good? Like, because he had a bipod on his gun. And he's like, oh, dude, the one that's standing right now, I could fucking demolish. I'm like, well, do you want to shoot her then? Like, I don't give a fuck. He goes, no, absolutely not. I'm like, all right. Well, then I'm going to have to, like, belly back and crawl up to this next rock. He's like, okay, go for it. I said, here's the deal. You keep on her. If the rest of the herd stands up and is acting funky, like, like, the jig is up. You fucking send lead. Understood? He's like, gotcha. Okay. So I belly back, crawl up to the next rock, get my pack on top of a sage bush, and get my gun on top. And I'm like, and she had bedded back down. But I could, like, I felt like I could have taken the bedded shot. So I was like, okay. So for sure when she stands up now, it's going to be good. But as I, like, crawled around farther to the left, there was, like, I could see several more cows standing up, feeding around farther to my left. So I gave him the hand signal, like, come back behind me, go above me. I'm like, I gave him the sign, like, five more cows standing up. And so he, like, gave me the thumbs up, got around me, peeks up over the hill. And now he's just like, all right, dude, I'm on it. Whenever you want to shoot, shoot. I'll deal with, like, you shoot, I'll deal with it. Like, we're not trying to do no one, two, three pull type shit. Yeah. That's how shit gets fucked up. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. So the cow that I had picked out stands up, feeds broadside, stops, is feeding. And I look at him, and he's just like, yep. So I put the crosshair on her shoulder and, boom, squeeze one off. And, like, I could hear the bullet hit. And I, like, in the recoil of the rifle, I thought that I saw her, like, go down. So I jacked another one in. And he's like, you hit her? I'm like, yup. 
And he's like, oh, I see her. Boom. And I heard his shot hit. So I'm like, did you just shoot the one that I shot? He's like, yep. I'm like, okay. Which one? Um, and then I'm like, oh, I see her. He's like, another one? I'm like, nah, she's doing the drunk woman wobble. Like, she's going down. And then she did. She went down. And I'm like, yep, she's down. Fucking whatever you want now. You know, whichever. pick one out. Make sure it ain't got spikes because there's a couple spikes in there. And then he shoots. And I didn't hear that bullet hit. And then just a cyclone of elk happens. Like, they all were up at this point, and they just, like, all huddled together and, like, went all around. And I'm like, dude, I have no clue. I think you missed. He's like, I don't fucking think so, dude. And I'm like, well, I don't know how we're going to figure out, like, which one you hit. And I'm like, wait, yes, I see her. Because they're, like, every elk had her head up, except this one had her head, like, straight out and down. And I'm like, dude, right there, the one with her head, like, straight out, down, kind of. He's like, you sure? I'm like, as sure as I'm going to be. Yeah. Like, I can, like you're shooting a 6.5 Creedmore. Like, you ain't blowing big holes in them. Right. Like, I can't. I don't. I'm like, I'm as sure as I'm ever going to be. So you're either, like, not shooting anymore or fucking that's the one. So he's like, fucking boom. And I had the binos on her. And I could see the bullet hit right behind the shoulder. Like, perfect. And I was like, fucking 10 ringed her. And she did, like, after the flinch, she didn't fucking take another step. She didn't do anything. I'm like, fucking do it again. Boom. I'm like, same spot. She didn't react hardly. Cyclone of elk happened again. And then they, like, went down in this ditch, disappeared, came back up the other side. And he's like, dude, did we just fucking fill our elk tags? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, I ain't celebrating yet. Like, that fucking thing just took... At least two, or, well, three. Like, she was clearly fucking hit. She took three without really reacting. You know? Like, I don't fucking know what's happening with this thing. And then all of a sudden, he's like, well, there's no way she made it across that ditch. And I'm like, oh, she fucking did, because she's standing there, like, facing us right now with her head, like, on the ground. But she's standing up. Sure enough, there she was, just, like, clearly coughing, clearly fucked up. But like still on her feet and we're like both getting down on our guns now to send another one at her and then she finally tipped over and it's like holy fuck dude these things are tough yeah that's crazy so we like go walking up looking for mine because she tipped over in a big like sage thicket get down there i see her i'm like jake stop her fucking head is up so she took a 300 wind mag to the chest and a 6.5 Creedmoor to the chest and was still alive. So I like circled around this bush at like 20 yards, put another one in her chest, and then she was just like flopping around and bellering. So I walked up and put the barrel to her head and blew her head apart. And that was that. And then Jake was like, okay, hold on a second. How many times did I shoot? I'm like, you shot once at the cow that I shot and three times at the cow that you shot at. And he's, like, freaking out, somehow thinking that he shot two different elk. And I'm like, he's like, there's just no fucking way she made it across that ditch. I think that there's, like, three fucking dead elk here. I'm like, oh, I hope not, but I don't. So he's like, I'm not, I'm not resting until I go look at this thing. So he, like, crosses the ditch, goes down, looks at the elk that he shot, turns around and puts both hands in the air, like, fist pumping. And I'm like, 
seven holes in I'm her. like, three holes in her? He's like, yeah, and I could fucking cover them all up with a beer can. The bottom. And I'm like, those, I'm like, okay, Jake, here's the deal. You either have to get, like, different bullets for that gun or a different gun. Because I'm pretty sure, like, an animal isn't supposed to just absorb three shots to the lungs without reacting. So what was the deal? I don't know. Did you, like, did it seem like they did damage when you, when you processed it? Well, he didn't have an exit wound on his. Hmm. So they didn't, like, fully penetrate. Which, at 200 yards, I really think that they should. But also, it's 85 degrees. And we've got two elk to quarter up and get in the shade. Yeah. So we weren't taking any extra time. You know, at, like, once we, we, like, took a couple pictures each, and we're like, all right, knives of glory time. Like, we got to get this shit scun out and quartered up and in the shade because it's fucking brutally hot. Is that how the weather was out there? Yeah, hot and not windy. Really? Which is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. All the whole time? We had a couple decent days of wind, but more bad wind days than good wind days, I would say. That's cool, man. It's yeah. a good experience. You learn a lot for when you pull a tag, huh? Yeah. We also learned that uh, you really should not pack out a half an elk at a time. Like Too much? Per, per person. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. So you guys went back and did another half? Well, like, well, we had two elk to take care of, so we both took... A half of Jake's elk, yeah, to the road, and he was struggling hard because his pack is just not meant to carry that much weight. Like it's just like it just doesn't have a good system of having the heavy meat close to your back. Like, so he had to strap. So it's like hanging off. It's like back. hanging off and pulling like, him back way big time. Couldn't get it tight, so it was all like floppy and shit. And he was having to walk with his arms behind him like oh, this to try and God. balance it. And it's just like, dude, I can't fucking stand walking at this pace right now. I just have to get this shit off my back. So I just fucking demolished him on the first pack. And uh, naturally, well, <laughs> no, not like. I honestly don't think that that should ever happen because, like, Jake is not a weak individual and he's got way longer strides than me. Like, he should dominate me. Um, And then we, like, I get the first pack to the road, drop it in some shit, like, the little bit of shade that I could find, and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm turning around right now and going and getting half of my elk. Like, just got to do it. And, I'm, and like, Jake's going to go get the truck and bring the truck down. And get this shit like into the topper, while I'm getting my like. How far the, of a trudge to the road is it? It was it was under a mile, so it wasn't like terrible. But still um, not super fun. But no, not like great fun. And of course, there's like a few little ditches and shit that you gotta cross. Like it wasn't like up a mountain or anything, but it also wasn't like flat Kansas walking either. So then I turned around. because I had on on the first load, I had a front quarter and a hind quarter, and then Jake had front quarter, hind quarter, loins, and neck meat. So then I turned around and got the same load for my elk. And let me tell you that, like, neck meat and loins is like a whole nother quarter. It was like an extremely more difficult pack than just the, like, two front, or the two quarters were. And I was, like, a quarter of the way in. I'm like, I will never do this again. Like, I don't give a fuck what, like, comes down to like you could maybe convince me to take a front quarter and a hind quarter but i will never take a front quarter hind quarter neck and loins yeah. like never again 
and then he like had the the um the shit in the shade and then came and got me like i don't know a few i don't know probably like 700 yards from the truck like met me and he's like give me half of it like this is fucking retarded i'm like yeah dude i'm never carrying this much weight again like this is fucking stupid so then we like split the rest of that one and then we just each had a quarter on the last trip so yeah don't uh don't don't be psychos and try and take out a half an elk at a time moral of the story because like we think that like we thought the cow elk were big dude we saw some bulls like up close and personal they're fucking way bigger twice big body size i don't twice know about twice anything, but, but so what do they weigh you think i have no 350 the cows like the cows oh god no probably like five five close to five and a bull probably weighs like seven or so seven or eight wow yeah i mean you're you're carrying cows out right yeah dude the the hind quarters on those things are so big with the back straps or what oh size of you yeah i mean like nah not quite but they're probably like four feet four and a half five footers which damn near is the size of me, you know. <laughs> How good do they taste? Um. Well, <clears throat> so we're thinking we probably shot the two oldest cows out of that group. Oh, the meat was rough? It, well, it's a little tough. It ain't like... It doesn't uh, sound like she died very well. No, she didn't sure. die real well either. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a little... Like, it's just not... It's just not a whitetail fawn, you know. <laughs> There's a, It's phenomenal taste. Great taste. But just, like... A little, little chewier than yeah. you probably would want. But yeah. I mean, who knows? She might be fifteen, twenty years old. <laughs> yeah, you know, them cows live a long time. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, we'll have some. Like you guys. Yeah, will. I don't think I have. I don't. You think guys I've had will elk. get to eat elk. I've had elk <laughs> just one time before. It's good. You liked it, Weston? It was good. Yeah. So then it turned to muleys. Then it turned. So how to many muleys. days did you have between that and then mule deer season starting? I think only two. So did you get eyes on good muleys those couple days before? No, really didn't. Um, I mean, like, we only pretty much just scouted the the morning, you know, driving around just taking inventory, and we saw several bucks but nothing really exciting no so what else are you doing on these two days uh cutting up elk true right. yeah well also we had to go on a bit of a fuck around session to find a freezer because the freezer that we pulled out there didn't work oh and like tough yeah dude when you got two cow elk down before yeah. muley season even starts like that's terrible yeah because Jake, Jake brought a freezer, and we brought a freezer. Well, we just fucking drove to the nearest town, and they directed us to the nearest big town. And so we had to do a little driving around and finally found a freezer that we wanted. So you just bought one? Bought one, yep. Yikes. Yep. What do you think happened to the one you drug out there? Oh, it just, like, it was the spare that my dad didn't use in his house for a reason because it quit on him one time and just 
like we've we've hauled it out there i don't know like four yeah. times so just finally had had it's reached its limit Jeez, how'd you haul back another freezer? Then? We didn't. We left it. <laughs> you left that freezer? Yeah. They were like, yeah, if you want to leave it, like, we'll find a use for it. The good freezer that you left? No, we oh, took the, the good freezer. freezer home. Yeah. No, we left the bad one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that and cutting up elk and we, I mean, I mean, shot a couple prairie dogs, you know. <laughs> and then, uh. So what's the? Do you just have to buy a like a small games license to shoot prairie dogs? No, prairie dogs are wide, wide open. open. Yep. you might actually have to have some sort of a license. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, you get like a license on top of your tags when you hunt there. No, I think it's I think it's you just have to be a licensed hunter. Yeah. Like so, like if you have a deer tag, you can shoot prairie dogs. Right. But, like, not small game. Like, you would need a small game license to shoot, like, rabbits or squirrels if they had them there or whatever. Um, but, like, coyotes I know you don't need a license for. They're just like, yeah, shoot every fucking coyote you can. Right. Um, and I, I can't remember if prairie dogs fall into that or not. But, but yeah, it's just wide open game on them. Everybody likes to see dead prairie dogs. Badgers love seeing dead prairie dogs. That's what we call it, feed, feeding the badgers. Farmers don't like the prairie dogs either because they tear up their pastures. Yeah, and eat all the grass. Really? Mm-hmm. What the grass look like out there? Good. Really? Yeah, green. God, I saw pictures of someone who lives in Montana, I think JJ. Looked like someone just sprayed glyphosate everywhere. Yeah. Well, they had actually had some rain, like, in beginning of August. And so everything, like, greened back up. And then it actually rained when we were out there bad, like an inch and a half overnight. Oh. Um, so. That everything gets green then. Yeah. Everything gets green, and also the river floods, and you can't get across it. Um, and the roads are just a greasy gumbo yeah. for, like, a day. So that was interesting. So how did Muley Camp go then? It was okay. So, day one, I uh, <clears throat> I missed one. Pretty nice one, decent, four by three. Um, yeah, shot right over his back with a compound. Yep. So, okay. How so, far? So here's the story. <laughs> here's the story. So I'm going in on the stock, right? See embedded, going over top on him. And I'm like, all right, I'm like to the point where I'm going to see his antler tips at any, any second. So I'm like ranging shit around in case he like spots me and jumps up and stops somewhere. So I range this one sage bush. I'm like, all right, it's at 43. Perfect. Okay, got it. Blah, blah, blah. Get a couple other ranges. So I take like two more steps, nothing. Third step, there I see his antler tines, and he like starts they start to come up and I'm like oh fuck he's standing up so I crouch down come to full draw look up he's looking at me he like takes two bounds and stops right at the sage bush that I ranged at 43 yards I'm like well I'm now right at 40 mm-hmm. so I put my 40 yard pin on him and I shoot and I shoot right over his back and I'm like what the fuck just happened so I get my rangefinder back out and I range it 
30 yards. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck just happened? I know that it said 43. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, well, you know, every once in a while you twist numbers around. I bet that it said 30, 34. 34. You dyslexic freak? Yeah. I bet it said 34, and you read it as 43 in the heat of the moment. Yeah. So I arranged that fucking sage bush again. It says 30.9. And I'm like, ugh, fuck, man. Dyslexia got me. Not that you don't think you just hit past it? No. Mm-mm. It was like one sage bush. Like, no. Like a solid sage bush. Like, yeah. The only thing that I could have ranged. <sighs> so I was like, well... So be it, I guess. Well, the story thickens because the next day I spot the same bog. Go in on a stock, long fucker. Kind of misread some terrain on my way in. So I'm thinking I'm going to like pop over and he's going to be like 30 yards from me, maybe a little bit more. So I'll have a little bit of wiggle room. Oh no, when I pop over... I can just range his antler tips, and they're at 17 yards. So I'm like, well, I am pinned down right here. Like, one, he stood up and turned around because originally he was facing away from where I was coming in. Now he was very clearly facing me. So I'm just on my knees, like, in a very uncomfortable position for just over an hour. Oh! That's disgusting. And I'm like, yikes. I'm like, okay. Did you just see the tip of his antlers, like, looking at you? He wasn't looking at me, but I could, like, see the tip of his antlers, and he'd spin his head a little bit from time to time, and I was like, yeah, he's definitely facing me, like, the way that, you know, his rack is. So you just never felt comfortable, like, come up? No, I couldn't come up. Because, like, I thought that the the hill that I was coming up and over was way steeper than it was. Like, Like a much, like, straight up, straight back down, but it was way more rolled than it was. I'm actually shocked that I got to where I was without getting busted. Yeah. So I felt, and of course, at that time, the wind died down. So now I'm standing there or kneeling there with no sound cover. Like, I felt absolutely no comfort trying to make any sort of move. I was like, if I move now, I'm fucked. Like, I just got to hope that he stands up and gives me a, like, semi-decent shot somehow. Well, as the wind is known to do when it's not blowing steadily... It's like hit me in the ear, hit me in the ear, hit me in the other ear. And I'm like, well, whatever. As long as it's doing this, I guess whatever. Foomp, right on the back of my neck. I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, might as well get my release attached right now or else I'm, you know, like mm-hmm. going to have to be ready. And, and when he was laying there, I was like, okay, there's a chance that when he stands up, I'll have like a frontal shot. Basically like what you shot at your whitetail mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. I was like, there's a chance that I'll have that. Well, his antler tips come up, and all I can see is his head. And I'm like, I am so fucked. I'm like, if he if he just, like, keeps coming at me, there's no way I'm going to get drawn. Like, I need this deer right now to just, like, turn around where he is so that I can get drawn. And as he, like, comes up, I've got a, ra- a sage bush ranged at 40. Yeah, you want him to, like, do it there a little bound away and turn around looking. No, at I just, like, yeah, or just, like, take a couple steps, you know, whatever. Well, he turns around and starts walking away. So I do, I like get to full draw and he's just walking, just walking. And I'm like, ah, oh, he's not fucking turning around to look. And he gets to the sage bush that I know is at 40. And I go, meh. And he stops and like cocks his head and turns around and looks at me. And he was still quartering away, but like 
a good quartering away shot, like better than a broadside shot. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, yes. Put my pin on him. And, like, as I hit the release, I'm like, that's the wrong fucking pin. <laughs> Less than. But I was, like, too far gone to stop, you yeah. know? Yeah. And there it was. I was using my 30-yard pin. There's your fucking so you seven-pin bullshit. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Them. Okay. Well, guess what? I used one pin wrong each time, so I don't think the seven-pin thing is really a factor here. It's just I'm a fucking mental case. Apparently. I think it is. Too many. It is a lot of pins. I, I could see that, especially if you wanted to hit one of the middle ones. Easily get them mixed up. <sighs> yeah, but it was the top two that I got, or the top three that I got fucked up. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. It is what it is. I fucked up. So there the deer went, and I'm just like, well, my yeah, so week. So you picked the second one, not the third one. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that does seem like you should have been able to throw right. that one out. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to blame the fact that I haven't used pins in three or four years. Yeah. I mean, it's weak. It's a weak thing to blame, but whatever. So you went into hating yourself after that? Immediately. I'm like, well, my trip is done. Like, my <laughs> old man hasn't got a stock yet. Like, I just fucked up on the same deer twice. I'm like, I'm I'm done. Like, I'm going to carry my bow, I guess, but, like, my heart ain't in it. For sure until Mark kills a deer. Or at least fucks up a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, if he fucks up twice, then I guess it's back to game on, you know. <laughs> then we're even. Right. Score's even. Right. So, fast forward a couple days. And we had shit mornings all week. Uh, like, what, foggy or I, what? Well, we had, a, like, after that rain, we had several bad foggy mornings. Uh, but, no, we just didn't, like, see much buck activity that sucks i guess like I, I guess i shouldn't quite say that because there were there's two or three mornings even where we did see bucks that like my first my first year or two out there i would have stalked every single one of them yeah and i was just like yeah so you no. guys weren't even you were just you were just watching them and letting them go yeah you weren't even spending time on no. ones that you didn't no huh. yeah and i was just like I'd be like, crawl over the crest of the hill, and I'd be like, Dad, a couple bucks over here. You want to look at them? Yeah. Tell them where they are, looks at them. You want them? I'm like, no. Yeah, fuck them, let them go. I'm like, all right. So, like, I guess there would have been two or three more way exciting mornings had, you know, not been picky. So I guess you can't really bitch about it. Um, Yeah, because you're, you're, you're hunting the class now that we would see – you only you only get one or two, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, it's so weird because I'm absolutely not that way with whitetails. Still, I don't think. I don't. know. We'll see what they this seem year brings. So much more available, the muleys do because you see them, you get to like yeah. observe them differently. Yeah, it's just, it's just there's something magical. like if we laid eyes. On all the bucks that we we had on trail camera pictures, like oh, you actually yeah, that's laid fair. That like is you fair. laid eyes on them and saw them doing things, you would think much differently about that's it. That's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. And you guys have had success out there. You've killed big, big muleys. It's mm-hmm. so like the muley I killed. Were they that big? That we were passing. Like are you passing that deer now too? <sighs> I don't think we ever saw that mule deer. Like, like the equivalent size, yeah. of that, but it's like it's probably like on the b- lower side. Yes. So, so yeah, we never the whole the whole time like 
dad and I never like got on a buck right away in the morning that we liked. Yeah. And run back through the Instagram if you guys want to see some of the deer that that we've killed out there too. So you can kind of get a gauge on right the size that we're talking about. So then you know, after after the morning sit it just turns into getting your eyes into as many shade pockets as you can. Right. And then uh on one of those on one of those like it was basically like how years happen we like walk up to a little spot the old man puts his binos to his eyes and just immediately goes buck i'm like fuck talk me into him dude so he like gives me the rundown i'm like oh yeah i see him and i'm like oh yeah that one's got a frame and he's like you want to put the spotter on him i'm like why I'm like, I can tell right now you're interested in that deer. Like, just the way that it, like, and he's like, well, I'll put the, put the spotter on him. I'm like, all right. So I get the spotter on him. And he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm like, well, I would fucking hope so, dude. So he's in a bad spot for us. His buck is. Because he can see everything like in between us he was locked on to us he was like 900 yards away just staring at us like yeah what do you guys want you know and uh like the short way to come at him was from the bottom of the hill but the wind was blowing up the hill so i was just like no we fucking can't sorry dad we're gonna have to go the long way he's like yeah i suppose might as well so we go like mile and a quarter above him get behind him, start coming over top. And he's in just this weird spot where, and you know how it is, like out there, looking at it from the backside, it's totally fucked up. You're never sure if you're where you're actually wanting to be. And I'm like, well, I think he's around this corner, you know. I'm like, but also we have to act like he might be on his feet and like down to our right and not bedded to our left like we think he is. And he's like, yeah, I don't think he's to our right. I'm like, I don't think he's bedded to our right. At least I don't think he was, you know. And he goes, oh, fuck, there he is. Right at, right to our right, like under our feet. And he's feeding. And uh, I range him. And he's, I'm like, 51. And he's like, should I take a 50-yard shot if he stops? I'm like, uh, yeah. He, he has a crossbow. Yeah. So. I'm like, yeah, dude, I think you should. And the fucker turns broadside and just walks out of sight. And, like, he just never had the time for a shot, you know. And he's like, fuck. And I'm like, no, 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 this is fine. We know where he's at. I'm like, this is good. This is good. You're going to get a closer shot now. No big deal. It's just going to take a little more. Because mm-hmm. this is at, like, this is at, like, three. So I was like, fuck, dude. He just took his, like, mid-afternoon stroll, took a piss, took a shit, ate some food. Like, we're going to have to be camping on this deer till like, 6.30. And I'm like, whatever. So we, like, crawl down to this little bush that we originally had planned. We get there, and I'm like, I don't really like this. I'm like, I think we got to push it, like, five yards farther, get by that bald little knob, and that's where we sit. He's like, all right. So he gets there. And uh, we, like, get sat down, uncomfortable as all hell. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, and I'm like, all right, dude, how long you got in you? You know, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, how long are you going to be able to stand sitting here? Like, this is fucking terrible. He goes, as long as it takes. I'm like, fucking perfect. Game on. Let's do it. So at like four, because we sat, like, we got camped out at exactly 313. And at four, and I was struggling to stay awake. The sun was just baking on us, you know, one of them deals mid-afternoon. He, like, turns around and he goes, I'm having trouble keeping my eyes open. I go, well, that ain't good because so do I. Like, I don't know if we're going to have to, like, keep in shifts or just keep punching each other or what. And then he's, like, the way that the hill was and how we were sitting was like I was sitting on like just on his right shoulder and the deer would have been just over his left shoulder we couldn't see him but like we knew that's where he went back to bed because I saw his rack disappear there and uh so like that area was sheltered from him and he was like sitting there basically like turkey hunting you know you would be with like gun on your knee type deal so he had his like trigger hand on the stock the whole time but like his his other hand was like moving around doing free freaky shit you know and then all of a sudden i see it like swoop under the crossbow and like grab a hold i'm like oh that fucker's up so i like peek over his shoulder and we had this this bush ranged at 30 yards and uh i like peek around and i can tell that it's past that bush already so i was like ooh, i hope he like takes that into account Oomp. And I see the arrow go through it, through the deer. And I was like, oh, fucking, it was a little low. Fuck, heart shot him, you know? And he like, he's like, I hit him, right? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure you heart shot him. Like, we're going to watch him go down. We like bounded away a few, well, I don't know, like 30 yards and just stopped there. And like, just little tail twitches. Like, you could tell he was kind of hunched up a little bit, fucked up clearly hit and we had both watched the arrow go into him but then the fucker like reached out and plucked some sage and started like chewing on it and we both go what the fuck i'm like did he just eat sage and he goes yeah at least that's what i thought i saw him do and i'm like well this ain't good i gotta try and get an arrow in him so i like scoot out around this little like mound and he's at 65 yards and i draw back and I, like, at first I could only see his, like, head and his neck. Well, then he took a step, so then I could see, like, his shoulder. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just putting one into his shoulder. Like, got to be better than nothing at this point, you know. So I shoot, and I missed. And I'm like, do you see where that fucking arrow went? He's like, no, but it didn't hit. I think you were low. So then I ranged him again, and I'm like, well, he's still at 60. Well, actually, he, like, took a bound, so now he, like, kind of bounded closer to us. I'm like, well, he's at 60. Like, I shouldn't miss this. He again. can't get a, a bolt in? He's, like, working. He's, much- he's working on it. Like, because to do it quietly, it takes time, because, yeah. you know. And uh, so I rack another one, and I shoot, and just the most beautiful crack happens. You know, the old arrow hitting rib cage thing. And I'm like, well, he ain't fucking... I'm like, well, I definitely made contact there. Couldn't tell where exactly. So he, like, bounds up to the top of this hill. Now he's at 75 yards. I'm like, I'm fucking sending arrows now until the fucker's dead. Yeah, you know? I, yep. So draw back, 
shoot, he takes a step, like a step away and up the hill. And by the time my arrow got there, I hit him in the back leg, like basically right at the kneecap, severed his leg right off. It was just hanging by skin. <laughs> so now, oh my god! So now he's a tripod with two arrows through his chest, and he's still trying to get away. So I put another arrow on and just sprint down the ditch and get like even with him at twenty yards, and I put one right behind his shoulder, and that was. So your dad got a buck. That and he got a buck. Let's see it. Yeah, I haven't even showed pictures yet. To these guys. Yeah, he's been he's been hiding. Yeah, I didn't even the talk results to him. of everything. Didn't even talk to him. This is the first time they're hearing any of it. No, you definitely showed me a picture of the elk. Yeah, the elk. Yeah, yeah. We're talking Not about my mule deer now. Are you aware yeah, of that? I, yes, on the the Snapchat group chat, you did. Oh, that's right, I did, didn't I? Jeez, what was I doing? Drunk. Not paying attention again. Was it late at night? It probably was. <laughs> it was. Late Saturday, I think. So that one looks a lot like yours. It's wider. I want to see it again. Oh, I suppose. I think I remember this happening. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then, of course, you know, he had to be weird about it. And he was Wait, like. Did you tell you? <laughs> no, he was like, wow. It's your deer. You put more more holes in it than I did. And I was like, okay, fucker. I'm like, couple things. One, we have always, since we've ever hunted together, Ben, first blood takes it. Yeah, everyone else is just helping. Second, if you really want me to tag this deer, I don't give a flying fuck. I will. You can hunt the rest of the week. Don't give a fuck. But I will judge you because that's not how we've always done things. <laughs> and he just starts laughing and he goes, no, I'm fucking with you. That's mine. I'm like, all right, good. So, yeah, so we got a deer. So you went the trip again without getting something. Yep. Well, here's the deal. Any more? Here's the deal. After that happened? <laughs> after, my, after my two opportunities at the same buck, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I've had my opportunities. Unless I find like the biggest, nastiest motherfucker, I'm just gonna have to come back with a rifle because I think that's what I deserve. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't put another stock on a deer. But you saw something that was big. Yeah, I did see one. I nicknamed him Brush Pile because <laughs> he looked like a brush pile was on top of his head. What was the deal with that? Just giant freak nasty, and he saw us and didn't hang around to to have a play put on him. Like you saw him in a place you could have hunted? Oh, yeah. Like <clears throat> he was down in a ditch and saw him and was like, oh, my God, and he looked at us and said, nope, I've seen this fucking deal before. Pew, gone. So you have to watch him run, though? Yeah. It was the most glorious thing ever. How big do you think he is? I don't know. Big. Biggest mule deer I've ever laid eyes on. And what day was that? Dude, I was out there for 12 yeah, days. I mean, you think I can keep this shit so straight? Like, beginning, middle, end. 
middle, I would say. Probably. Before your dad killed this one? No. It was before that. It was before that. But I don't even remember what day he killed his on, so. So then Jake and Jared get one? Yeah, both of them got one, and Dan got, or Dan, Don got an antelope. Antelope? Yep. Nice. Yep. Jake got a pretty nice one? Yep. Jared's was okay. So were the big ones around, you didn't get the same amount of opportunities as you guys usually do, or? Eh, about the same, I would say. Like, yeah, there were less opportunities because everybody was pickier. Yeah. But I'd say Don was the only, like, one who really didn't have a decent chance at one. But also he was picky, so. See, I would just have a hard time, but maybe obviously because I haven't shot one. But I would just have a hard time going out there and being extremely picky. But yeah, no, the you haven't shot one. The first right. several years, was if it year, I year eight now, four. This was the fourth fourth trip I've made. Fourth, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Um, the like year one, it was just. If it's a legal mule deer, I'm chasing it. Yeah. Year two was basically the same thing. But I'm just saying, like, from a you spend the money to go out there standpoint. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, you technically had your opportunities. So. Correct. Like, I felt after the cow that my trip was made. Yeah. You know, like, I was just like, well, cool, my trip is made. Anything else that happens, <laughs> icing on the cake. <laughs> Cherry on top. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was just like. Well, also, let's be real. Like I said to, to my dad, I was like, because he, uh, after one of the bucks that I was just like, yeah, no. He just looks at me and goes, you don't even want to kill one. You just want to come back out with your rifle. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I'm like, are you telling me that my mentality should be something other than, wait a second, I get to come out here for 12 fucking days and hunt mule deer hard every day? And if I don't kill one, damn, all I have to do is come back? Fuck yeah, I don't really want to fill my tag after. Like, I had my two opportunities. Like, yeah, now I don't want to fill my tag, actually. So when is the rifle season? What rifle season? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> one of them. Weston. Dum Dum. It's one of the rifle seasons, all right? Okay. Gives you a sometime down the road. Is that your sacred area? You just love it. Yeah. Is there any more trips this fall? So is that that'll be easier for you to make that. Oh uh, no, I had nothing else planned. So. Yeah. So yeah. Like if I had other things coming down the pipe where I was like, yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of at my max on time. I should take off work and this and that. Like yeah, maybe I went to Ben so picky. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not. <laughs> so. So another week coming up then. Yeah, ish. Long weekend. Probably. Yeah, well, can't wait. That's awesome. Exciting. Sounds like a fun trip. Jealous. So what uh what do you guys got going? Any any cool things to report? No. No, not really. Just uh, been shooting the old bow a lot. Just getting ready. 
I'm in a weird place. Why? Mentally. Why? I don't know. Just not excited about it. I don't know what's going on. He's not. We talked about this in the last one. He's it's gotten just, worse. He's just really coming to terms with the fact that no, he's I think not as excited about it. I've thought about it a lot. No, I'm excited. I own the only excitement I have right now is to hunt this place. Sure. I have not put a camera out at the place I've usually hunt. Hmm. I haven't even been out there. I think what happened last year, I've just I've gotten like so wigged out about it. And this is with the my uncle telling me that he sees like three to four what he thinks at least twelve pointers like on a daily basis. I'm just like, yeah, cool. I don't know. It's what a weird it place to be. <clears throat> I got rattled last year. Yeah, I don't blame you. That was a rattling situation. That it was. I very weird. Yeah. Well, okay. Then I'll tell you what I think your outlook should be. I think you should be excited about hunting this farm and doing some weird shit on public land. Or, uh, yeah, or I was thinking about just not even putting trail cameras out up there and just hunting out there. Oh, dude, that's another great option. I love that option. You know me. Because I drove out there the other night and I saw a ton of deer. It's like, why don't I just do this and just uh, lose the trail cameras? I I know what they're going to show me. Right. <laughs> We've done this enough. If anything, though, they've hurt me in the past and that, in, that, in that farm. That farm is just, I have no control over what's happening. Well, and we know that's a problem for you. Right, but I think that, like, the movement is always going to be highly pressured and like, or not like, like there just isn't a field they're going to come out and just feed in and it'll be easy for you to get a shot at. It's, it's just very difficult with all, everything lays the way the fields are. There just isn't many situations. I, I honestly just think in my head, it's like, where would you set up that it's so difficult for them to come out into a field and feed? Okay, well, that takes away two-thirds of the farm. Mm-hmm. So that means I know what's happening pre-rut and rut. Like, I know they'll be there and you can kill one. But I don't know what the deal is. I need to do some, uh, I don't know. Some what soul-searching? I don't know what the deal is. It's weird. Meditation, maybe? I have been thinking about it a lot because it's kind of depressing. What do you think? What do you What are you doing right now? Like, what are you looking forward to? I mean, the season starts Saturday. It's yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm looking forward to killing a doe Saturday morning. I'm gonna be mega depressed if it doesn't happen. Weather looks bad. Yeah, that's fine. Hot. Going down to the valley. Somewhere. Public? You think you going all public? No, I'm not going all public, but. I might slip out this weekend on a public chunk, yeah. So opening day Saturday, oh, the temperature dropped a little bit. It's supposed to be 79 as a high now. Yeah, what's the morning looking like? Because I bet you know what I'm doing Saturday night. Afternoon, Saturday night, whatever. 60, 7 a.m. Fuck. Rain? Southeast. 
rain Friday night. So that could be good, actually, because if it rains all through the night and then yeah. it looks like it might be clear Saturday morning. Saturday might not be that bad. Sunday's going to be high of 83. Ooh, I like this. I I'm like, assuming I like it's going to be really warm and muggy. Yeah, it's going to be brutal. Because the lows are only in like the mid-60s. But then we have a... Must be a decent storm system rolling through Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't like how you just drop back like down. rolled over me saying that you knew what I was going to be doing Saturday afternoon and Saturday night. I'm not 100% certain what is going on Saturday. Well, it's Saturday. fair. Oh. So I'm going to cram Big as... tractor puller or No, <laughs> I'm going to cram as many euros into my face as oh. I can possibly stand. <laughs> I did not expect you to be going to the fair. Euros! I agree. I'm I haven't, at least three. I haven't been there since the last time we went because mule deer trip is always then. Really? Yeah. Because this is like a late fair and... Late, late, late September, yeah. Yeah, and like because last first, year we were talking about how it was the earliest start to a bow season, and you had a shot at maybe getting a yeah. a velvet buck, dude. If it would have been open this weekend, I got a picture of one still in velvet on Saturday. Yeah, that'll be gone. Yeah, I have one. I have a, one in velvet still. Yeah. So, did you run into any problems Sunday. with your Tacticam cameras? Yes. Yes, in one of those bad rains, the lens got all foggy and has not cleared up yet. But you haven't had to like update it. No, I uh, so I have, th- I have three right now that aren't sending me pictures. They have to go back in and get updated. Oh so well, I maybe that's that. why one of them isn't sending pictures. I mm-hmm. guess I just assumed that that area died. No, but maybe supposedly just, you have to okay. update the f- the soft the By firmware. The so, well, this is this today. has been going on now for a couple of days, or for at least a, I think a week. The problem was I went down in to do one camera, and I put the card in, and I did what they said to do, and I just said there's nothing on it. So then I left, and I haven't been back. So you uh, you put the the software update on the SD card, yeah, and then all you do is put the put it in the camera and like mm-hmm. hit a button, yeah, and it said no files. Mm. So I'm like, sweet. Well, somebody else is gonna have to figure this one out for me because that sounds over my head already. It's really not that difficult, but it obviously yeah. is more difficult than what I want it to be. And um, the timing of it is just insane. To me. Yeah, it's really annoying. Why was it? Why not, wasn't it July first? Why was or June? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, or it's pretty crazy. Or March. Or like, why when I open the app, is it not like notifying you which cameras need to be updated? It's not that hard. Well, why can't I update it from the app? Well, that'd be even better. No, but I did. I had to send. There was no notification. Where did you see it? Uh, I got an email. Yeah. Who reads emails? And there was. I'm on a Facebook group, and everybody was talking about. Yeah, you would be on a Facebook group. Well, I fucking (laughs) got it done. So. Well, do mine next. Okay, I actually have the SD card. Do mine too. I have the SD card that I used. So. Oh, fucking hand it over, dude. I didn't bring it. Okay. Thanks. So. Opening weekend, oh, it's not rating very high as for for hunting. I mean, we've had definitely better weekends to hunt, but I'm assuming I don't see past Tuesday, Wednesday, weather-wise. But I'm guessing something good's gonna come late next week. It looks like because we got Wednesday showing a low of 68 with rain, and I'm guessing rain's a gonna low move of 68 or high of 68. Oh, okay. What were you gonna say? I don't remember. Oh, sorry. I was probably going to insult Weston. I don't know. Fair. 
Oh, no, I do remember what I was going to say. I was going to say that, uh, you know, like in that whole escapade of uh, shooting at Mark's deer, call it free trigger time, um, I busted and lost some arrows. So I was like, ah, fuck. I'm going to have to buy some more arrows. This is a nightmare. hate doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, then I remembered I got like two dozen uh, full-length aluminum shafts given to me several years ago that have just been collecting dust. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really foresee getting a shot at a whitetail over 40 yards. Them things are going to be just fine. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to create some, uh, some real heavyweight aluminums with my, uh, trad bowl, uh, broadheads on them. <laughs> so, really? So, so I'm excited to put a couple of them through a deer. Yeah. So where are you going Saturday morning? <clears throat> Secret spot, man. Southeast wind works for it though. Yeah, I'm pretty much excited for it. Gonna have a south carry through the whole weekend. Southeast, uh, well, it is shifting to south sometime mid <clears throat> Saturday morning. South, southwest, south, south will carry through the whole weekend. Yeah, pretty typical. Oof, pretty a typical lot of south. Early. South moving all the way into next week. Yeah. So whenever that first north hits, might be something interesting going on there. What about you, Weston? What's your plan? I most likely will not be hunting this weekend. Oh, shock. So. Well, it's not most likely. It sounds like a certain thing. Do you have any plan for when you're going to hunt? End of October. I ain't even messing with the bugs. No, 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 no. Skeeters will be bad. <clears throat> yeah, brutal. They're thick right now. Uh, the following weekend for sure. It just seems like a mistake. I would whatever you have going on this weekend, I would shift it to next weekend if possible. Can't. I might maybe possibly Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, yeah I remember you, last time we went out on a morning. You have hunt. problems making it to morning stands in the rut. I doubt you're going to make it opening weekend. Well, last time we went opening weekend on a morning with him, he refused to shoot something beautifully on camera. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, a with a fawn. I can't be doing that. Why? I can't be <laughs> murdering a mother. Well, it's real simple. <laughs> if you feel bad for the fawn, kill it too. <laughs> I need to buy my license still. Oh, my God. Well, I shouldn't talk. I still got to get my doe, doe tags. <laughs> haven't done that yet. Well, if you are heading out for opening weekend in Wisconsin, good luck. Send us pictures. I know there's some people who've been messaging me with some good bucks on camera. This weekend, I wouldn't say is the weekend to go in after them unless you have it, unless you have them pinned down on a field. But maybe we'll get into this more next week. But crops are yellow. The earliest I remember them ever being yellow. Bean fields are trashed, yellow. You're looking out at mine. They're not yellow at all. Yeah, neither are mine. Planting them really late. Yeah, same. So anybody, and they're but beautiful. They, so if you're hunting normal, God, they're beautiful. If you're hunting like a normal farmer's fields, they got their stuff in so early that Stop. everything is. Bean fields are just yellow. So yeah. Oh man, you should have seen some of the ones in eastern South Dakota and western Minnesota. Yeah. Like damn near ready to be picked. So is uh, a lot of chopped cornfields coming back. A lot yeah. of them. I saw one person. I saw one field that had a a row taken out. So 
Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I kind of thought there would already be some down. I haven't seen yeah, any of those. I, I have not seen, like, full fields chopped yet. No. Not around here. But I haven't been doing a lot of cruising around. You know, I've been gone for a couple weeks. Yeah, I have misplaced my good binoculars, too, so I need to find those. Oh, my God. I'm in a bad spot. I guess. <clears throat> well, we appreciate you guys listening, and... Next week, we'll get back into more whitetail stuff. We'll talk talk a little bit about some late late September, early October um, tactics and maybe have some kills to report from Jed. But Yeah, I can tell you one thing. And I'm, not only just I'm, killing some euros. I'm not pulling a Weston and feeling sorry for a doe that has a fawn and not shooting her. You're going to shoot both of them? I might shoot all three if there's three. Good for you, man. I've I've never done that. I've gotten. I've you need gotten, that new. You need that bow to eat again. Yeah. I suppose it ate a little bit out there. Yeah. All right, guys. Good luck. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs>